What's up, party people? It's Tiffany. And I'm McKenna. Did you ever think after college graduation that you're going to move into a beautiful apartment overlooking the Manhattan skyline? Maybe killing it in your dream job? Or hanging out with your best friends at a local coffee shop? Possibly engaged to your hunky bow and basically just living it up? Us too. Did you then realize all too quickly that that wasn't true? Us too. So we wanted to highlight the normalcy of the day-to-day struggles and achievements of a post-grad life in an authentic and genuine way. We are sitting right in the trenches of trying to navigate what it looks like to experience vulnerability, create meaningful relationships, and ultimately live our best mature lives. Here is the Mature Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Mature Podcast. I'm Tiffany. And I'm McKenna. And y'all, it's been a time. It has been a time. (laughs) It's been a hot minute, if you will. Yes. Okay, so this week, I just kind of wanted to have a little chit-chat with McKenna about traveling. Should I get comfortable? I think we should just get comfortable. I think whoever's listening, you should also get comfortable. Get comfortable in your car listening. Get comfortable on your couch. Maybe get comfortable while you're cooking your meal. Ooh, I don't yeah. know how you do that, but, you know, maybe inhale some of the flavors you're cooking up. <laughs> wow. I'm basically Food Network Bobby Flay. Oh, my gosh. Welcome. Basically, we wanted to talk to you guys. Okay. There's just so many things happening, and I think that we talk a lot about, you know, emotions, mental health, all that good stuff. And while it's really fun to hear and also learn and talk about it, we just want to do a little more lighthearted episode about traveling and how you can travel if you really want to in this life, in this grand life of yours. Truly. And in this like post-grad life where everyone just assumes like, I'm broke, so I'm never going to be able to do fun things ever. Okay, that's a lie. It's a social construct. <laughs> Me just like going on a like 30-minute rant about social con- like constructs. Yep. Tune out if you don't want to hear it. I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. We can do that in another episode. DM us if you want to hear about that. (laughs) Well, this it's it's just this year in 2020 where there's gonna be some fun trips happening for the both of us. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I will announce and say that I am going to Ecuador. Ba 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 ba. Those are really bad. Yeah, it's fine. We we shouldn't do those again. (laughs) It's probably gonna happen again. I'm just sorry, but. We, we probably shouldn't do this again. <laughs> Wait, so where are you going this year? I have a couple trips planned. They are not final, but I have a couple options of places that I want to go. There, um, I definitely do want to visit our friend Taylor again. I want to go to Boise, where another one of my childhood friends lives. Um, kind of go to San Francisco, San Diego. A lot of my hometown friends are kind of far away. But my big trip, quote unquote is I am planning a solo trip to Boston, which I am <laughs> terrified about. Okay, define solo trip though. Okay. Like so, you're going by yourself? Like what's a yeah, solo trip? So by solo trip, this was my 2020 goal. It's like my biggest goal on for 2020, like more than just like trying to save money or like buying ethically sustainable clothes. Like this is my top priority. Like if I do nothing else for 2020, but go on this trip, like I have achieved all of my dreams <laughs> like it sounds so weird but um I have never gone on a solo trip where I like fly by myself 
and stay the night somewhere by myself and like go and explore the city like by myself with no intention of like meeting up with another person or doing any of that so it's like a real solo like really solo trip like i'm not just like flying by myself or like driving to meet up with someone like this is a full like three-day trip where i'm just gonna like go for it and i'm going to just like try to figure out like what that looks like for me and i am really excited because my therapist endorsed it so like not saying like she paid for it like at all but she did not sponsor it but she endorsed it (laughs) but she endorsed it like i told her about it like kind of like low-key and she just looked at me and was like mckenna this is one of your best ideas ever and i was just like did i just get approval like this is amazing i told my mom about it she wasn't as like hip hip hooray for me because she's my mom and she cares about me she doesn't want anything to happen um, which is totally fair and also made me incredibly nervous. So shout out to Gretch. Terrified the crap out of me. <laughs> but I'm still going to do it. So No, I'm really excited for you. I don't think I've ever, like, I to- I'm i totally fine with, like, traveling, like, getting on a plane by myself, yeah. going on a train. By- like, yes. that is that mm-hmm. is acceptable. I'm not afraid of doing that. But, like, the idea of, like, flying somewhere by yourself and then staying somewhere by yourself. I just, it's never occurred to me to do that. Yeah, same. (laughs) And also, like, I've never, I feel like I need to explain this. I've never been to Boston before, but I've always wanted to. And, like, me and my dad's, one of our, like, bucket list goals together is to go to, like, a Red Sox game and, like, hear, like, Sweet Caroline play at the seventh inning. If you're not into sports, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's a thing. (laughs) Um, and I'm like excited to like go and do that and like just explore Boston. That was actually one of the places I wanted to go for school. So when I told my mom about that, she was like, okay, like we'll go and visit in the dead of winter, please. And I was like, "Mm, never mind, I'm good. (laughs) So my Southern California butt is going like spring, summer. Sounds (laughs) good. Where I can enjoy. I'm sure it's going to be humid. But if you guys have any Boston tips, let me know because your girl's going to be there. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked. Like, I've already looked at places that I want to go and, like, travel fair and where I'm going to stay. If you guys have any suggestions of where I should stay, again, hit me up because I know little to nothing. I have never been on the East Coast before. That is so sad to me. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. Like, I've been, like... I've traveled internationally, like, to Europe and Asia. Um, But, like, if you're looking at a map of America, looking from, like, left to right, I've never gone past St. Louis, Missouri. Like, that's just, that's, yeah. I've never gone past that. So I have no idea what the East Coast was like. And I've never been to the South either. So, like, there's just a big chunk of America I just have not even seen ever. So We're going to change that this year. (laughs) So. Here's to hoping. Yeah, here's to hoping. Because I really do want to go to North Carolina to visit our good friend Tay, too. So, honestly, I'm really excited for you. I think it's really cool to visit that little corner of America just Mm -hmm. because there's so much history there. Yeah. And I feel like it'd be just really fun to just, like, go and learn about America's history. No, literally. And, like, one of my goals, like, just in life general, I guess I started this a couple years ago, is just, like, doing stuff that, like, I've never done before so like going to restaurants I've never been to and like going to places like my goal is to like not go to places that I've already been to before obviously like North Carolina and like San Francisco San Diego Boise I've been to all those places before but also I never get to see those people so it's like I feel like I almost like I want to go but when I want to go like on a trip 
like not just to like see someone I want to go to places I've never been to so like another one of my friends and I are talking about going to Chicago and like that would be really cool yeah I'm just like I'm thinking of all the places I'm trying to go like on an international trip like I don't know who I think I am or what time I think I have but I would just make it work I have weekends off now so I'm pumped so, okay, so if you're, like, so what what type of travel are you? Like, what do you really, when you're traveling, like, what do you go for? Are you, are you for, like, Instagram photos? Are you, like, about the, like, experiences? So you're, like, going, like, ride a ferry? I don't know what the heck. I don't know. What are, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, what, what is your, like, right, priority, right. like, when you're traveling? So priorities, definitely, like, if I, if I'm going to somewhere and there's, like, quote-unquote touristy things to do that I want to do then I'll go to them because I'm there's a reason that they're touristy and I want to be able to like look back on my life and be like yeah like I went to Paris and I saw the Eiffel Tower like that's a pretty standard I think I mean obviously it's not like everyone is able to do that like I don't want to shut people out and be like you've never been to Paris (laughs) like a lot of people can't afford to do that I understand that I'm not trying to shame you Um, I'm just saying that's like something a lot of people look forward to doing in their lives is to go see the Eiffel Tower in Paris. And so obviously I'm not going to like fly all the way to freaking France and not see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. However, I'm also on the other side of it where I love to find like hole in the wall, like restaurants. And um, I like ask locals, like, what are, what are their favorite things to do? Like, do they have a park that they like to just picnic at because the sunset is beautiful there? Do they have a bookstore that they find like really rare types of books or um, like records or just little trinkets? Like, are there, you know, I just love finding the local stuff. Obviously, I really do enjoy the touristy stuff, but that's not what makes the culture the culture, you know? Um, it would, It's what makes the tourist culture the tourist culture. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would say I'm a bit of a mixed bag, if you will. Um, where I like to just go with a plan of like seeing all these places. And if I don't get to all of them because I've found like other places I like better, totally chill. Yeah. What about you? I'm really big on food. Like, yeah, everyone, like, if you know me, I'm obsessed with, I follow the food. I don't follow like everything else comes secondary. Yeah. Yeah. I I follow the food. I'm like, I will go like. And, like, it doesn't matter if I'm traveling internationally, if I'm traveling, like, somewhere in America. Like, I will literally seek out the best foods. And I tr- I normally use Yelp, but then I'll always try to reach out to someone who's been there. Mm-hmm. Or if I know, like, if someone's visited before or whatever, I'll try to ask um, them if they have any suggestions. I have a question about that because I tend to do that, too. And also, like, Tiff is a huge food person. Like, I feel like she's downplaying it a little bit. <laughs> But, like, her and my dad have both kind of, like, instilled in me, like, this, like, adventurous, like, food person where, like, even when I I went to visit our friend Taylor, like, our entire trip became about food. And, like, all of my life, I just now I'm like, okay, well, where am I going to eat? But going off of that, when people do suggest things to you, (laughs) not that, like, I'm sure you probably, like, check it out or you go to it. Do you find that you enjoy it more or less? I think it depends. Sometimes they're like, okay, like there, this happened recently. Last year I went on a trip to Portland and someone was like, oh, this taco place is really, really good. And I trusted the person who gave me the suggestion and we went, it was like 
whatevers. And it, we waited a long time. It's like really mm-hmm. popular. It's like one of those places where like it was like um, how I say approved by both locals and like mm-hmm. magazines and whatever. And I was just like, I miss California tacos. Mm-hmm. Like I miss SoCal California tacos. That's like it fair. wasn't like that great. But then there's some other times where I it, it it's really surprising and like the wait is worth whatever we're trying. So I think it depends what city and also what type of food we're eating because we live in California and, and so in SoCal, mm-hmm. we have such like great access to authentic ethnic foods of like any culture. Um, and so it's sometimes hard to beat because we do really get some of the yeah. good, best stuff here. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm, I follow the food. Like whenever I go anywhere, like I'm, I am also the type of person where I am not, like stingy on paying for food like I will literally go try anything and everything and I will not and I will walk it off I don't even care I'll gain the weight I literally do not care like I will follow the food and like this is like a good example too because I'm lactose intolerant like it literally cannot have dairy it hurts me but if the best thing or wherever, wherever I'm going has dairy in it I will try it (laughs) <laughs> like I literally do not care. I will follow the food, and like that's just how I kind of function. No, I kind of feel that. I I'm like even uh, the people in my life will know this very well, but they know me as a very picky eater, and I'm not denying that. But also, I do feel like I am a hundred percent this person who will try anything once, yeah. like a thousand percent. So even if the food is not my preference, I will still try it because one like locals are like no you have to try it like it is uh it is like the best it's the best it's like what we're known for I'm like okay yeah like let's do it if I don't like it then I don't like it but that's not I want to like always say like you tried it once yeah yeah. I tried it once um going back to the money thing do you think like you how do I put this you aren't stingy when it comes to like food or like are you stingy when it comes to like where you stay or um are you like someone who's like I need to stay like downtown where the hustle and bustle is or are you more like cheap on where you stay I think for me when I'm traveling by myself I'm like really cheap on the stay like I literally Mm -hmm. do not care where I stay as long as it's safe and I'm like yeah just chilling I'm like fine what I like to do is I like to find where like the hustle and bustle is and then like find a place that's cheap enough like a little bit right outside mm. where it's like close enough where I can like take a bus or walk but I'm not like in the middle of downtown because I'm not willing to pay for that because I much rather spend the money on food right. and so when I travel and I'm looking at places to stay at that's what I'll do I'll find like a happy medium so like I don't want to be super far out where it's like out of the way because it makes the trip super inconvenient mm-hmm. but I want to be like far enough where it's cheap enough but also close enough where I can just kind of jump in and out and that's normally what I do because I know like when I'm traveling I'm out all the time Mm -hmm. like I don't care what the weather is like I will go out in the rain um and I pretty much like wake up you get ready you leave early and then you come back late Mm -hmm. um and I for me I don't care where I stay because um I'm only there just to sleep I'm not staying I'm not I'm not traveling to like sleep in a nice place like I'm just True. I'm just traveling. I want to go experience yeah. stuff outside. You're just here for their bed. Yeah. In a safe place. Yeah. And I lock on a door. And I'm like not the type of person that like when I travel, like I'm just like go, go, go. Like mm-hmm. I don't like it's not like I don't like taking rest, like taking a like a break, I guess, here and there is like fine. But 
I mean, I like I got to study abroad in Europe, and when we were doing that trip, we did nine countries in like six weeks, and so we never had time to stop. Like every t- every couple days, we're in a different city, and so I think I've kind of like built that muscle of like, okay, you just got to keep going, mm-hmm. and then like take a nap every once in a while, I guess, but like you're still moving to the next place. Yeah, yeah, I kind of get that. I think um, at the end of the day, I love to rest, and so sometimes in because I get really burnt out super easily with certain things. And especially, I think it depends on who I'm traveling with too. But I will like need even like a moment to just like enjoy what I'm doing. Because with that go, go, go mentality, like sometimes, because I'm the same way. Like I'm definitely someone who's like, if I'm here and I'm like spending the money to be here, like I'm going to do everything. Like I definitely make like an itinerary before I leave. I don't think I'm like as like stick to the plan as I need to be when I get there because obviously like things happen or places are closed or whatever like I'm go with the flow once I get there but ultimately like I have an itinerary of like what I want to you have do. a good guideline yeah of like things that I that other people have suggested or like I want to go to that I've been talking about but ultimately like I I just like want to do everything though through that I'm like all right, maybe we can like spend some like extra time in the museum to just like enjoy it instead of being like, did I hit this room? Did I hit this room? Did I see this painting? Did I do this? Because I think a lot of people will just like check boxes and be like, and come home and be like, well, I saw the Mona Lisa and I saw this and I saw this. And it's like, did you even enjoy it? Like the way you're describing it sounds exhausting. And so for me, I'm like, I want to enjoy like the train ride, getting from one place to the next and looking out the view and being like, wow, like soaking it up. Like I'm here, like I am doing this, like I'm enjoying this and, you know, talking to other people and like having those really great conversations. Like that's what you remember from a trip, you know, like I don't remember walking like 18 miles in a day. Like I remember sitting in front of the Eiffel Tower, like writing poetry at sunset because that was what I enjoyed. And like, that was a moment that I highly forget I'll I highly doubt I will forget mm-hmm. unless I get dementia or anything but you know otherwise like someone you're will re- good you're good someone will remind me okay someone from this podcast just remind me in like 60 years okay I feel like, no I think that that's like a really good point I think I in like the beginning when I well I didn't even really travel until like just a couple years ago but like in in when I was doing that I totally was to like check off move on to the next thing and it's taken me until like recently where I travel I'm like okay I understand there's a limit to the things I can do Mm. and so for me like when I before I go to a different on a different trip and before I travel whether it's domestic or international I will give myself a cap like you can realistically only do maybe three or four good things today like salt things like maybe visit a museum maybe go like ride bikes along the river or whatever um (laughs) Just, like, realistically, there's only so many things you can do. Um, And I think that has helped me a lot of, like, I'm still packing my day, but it's, like, having that balance. But it it took me a long time to kind of figure out, like, what my bandwidth almost is when I'm traveling and where I'm Mm -hmm. going. I normally like to give it my all, so I'm just, like, out. But um, I try to realistically plan stuff out of, like, okay let's just do this. And if you can't do this, if like, I will never plan, like, for example, when I went to Portland, again, 
I knew realistically I was going to stay only one city and the, I couldn't do too many strenuous things on the same day, right? Like I couldn't just like ride a bike all day and then go like take a hike. Like that was just like super unrealistic. Like yeah. you you kind of plan things out like, okay, the hike's a little bit strenuous. So then you're going to go bike riding on another day. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like to pair things of like one strenuous, like high stress thing or like and then something more chill. Yeah. And I kind of pair it up with that so that I have a little bit more of a flow when I'm mm. when I'm traveling. That's a good point of just like map it, like making those pairs and like trying to fit like even if you're gonna like spend so like something that I thought of like when I like just go visit like friends like domestically is like if I if we're like going to the beach for the day, then I'll usually like pack a like a lunch. Mm. And so we'll like make a small like lunch of just like either like small snacks like a sandwich or fruit or you know just little chips or something and then like at night we can you know group together and like go out to a nice dinner yeah so it's all kind of like a mixture of stuff it's like when you're having like a chill day you can kind of like go out and like even go like bar hopping for a little bit like you've you've had that time to rest at the beach so it's like fun to like go out at night and you can juxtaposition if you're, you know, doing all day, like 16 hour days, it's really, and trust me, I've done this. It's really difficult to like get yourself and like hype yourself up to like want to go out. Yeah. Um, I personally did like a 10 hour day and I like traveled during that day and then immediately went to like go do stuff. And I was so tired. Oh, it's and, rough. And me and my friend took like what was supposed to be a... 30 minute just rest time woke up three hours later and we were like it was so pitch black dark we're like do we do we go out like honestly like I was so tired and we had FaceTime one of our friends and he was like you guys have to go out like you guys are together like you have to do it and he hyped us up to do it but like if we didn't have him we would have 100% stayed in and like watched a movie and probably falling back to sleep. But I think that's good to know of like, okay, like how much of this day is like, how stressful is today? Cause traveling, traveling is hard. Yeah. Especially when you're going like across, like if you're just going international, like the that's first time, day. yeah, the first time I ever went on an international trip, which is when I studied abroad, that was the first time I ever left like America. Okay. Um, and I went on like a long, like I think 14 hour flight to, I was going to London. That was our first stop literally we got off the flight and they were like yeah drop off your stuff because we're gonna go on a four-hour bike ride (laughs) i was like what (laughs) like um my feet just landed in europe no i'm not kidding you we literally we our hotel or like our little motel a little bit our b&b was like really close to the train station so we got off the plane or got out of the airport onto the train literally walked our like bags to like this little B&B. We didn't even get our rooms assigned yet. They're like, okay, we're leaving. Just grab a little satchel with a water bottle and just, we're going. And I'm like, what? Thank God I was wearing leggings because I- And you just see Tiff being like, okay. It was, I was so <laughs> tired. Like you're, cause you're just like flying for so long. Yeah. And then this is the worst part. We're on the plane or we start bike riding. And a part of it is like, you're really tired, yeah. but you're just so excited. You yeah, know, the adrenaline kicks in and yeah. you're just like, I'm here. But then we're, we're bike riding, you know, through like, you know, Buckingham Palace or whatever. Oh, right. And everyone just gets allergies. Like everyone. 
because we're like, like bicycling whoosh. through like gardens and like all that stuff and so we come back we're all the time start sneezing and we just like have sniffly noses it was just great time great time wow. amazing so it's good to plan I mean like in that case it was different because it was just like a big we're traveling so many places they had to squeeze us squeeze it in yeah but like if you have a little bit of control we're like maybe don't get on a four-hour bike tour of London after being on like a 14-hour flight yeah maybe take like a 30-minute rest break. Yeah, maybe. That turns into three hours. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Yeah, it's just, it depends on, like, how you want to function. Yeah. yeah, I highly, I mean, for me, I highly discourage doing a red-eye to Florida and then doing an entire day at Walt Disney in the middle of summer. You might die. <laughs> on the you way. might be close. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty damn close, I'm not going to lie. I did an entire red-eye, and then we... literally landed at like 5 a.m got to our hotel i changed no sleep and went straight to walt disney world yep almost died in the um line of um what's the up and down tower of terror 100 degree weather 100 percent humidity your girl in the socal breeze does not do humidity so at all it was rough my hair looked disgusting i looked like i hadn't showered in eight days (laughs) One of my friends was just like, oh my god, if we do not get water in her, she might actually pass out. See, this is what I'm trying to say. You gotta, like, ooh, you gotta take care of yourself a little bit. <laughs> um, kind of moving away from life-threatening situations. situations. It's all part of the experience, too. So, like, True. sometimes you just gotta accept it. Yeah, I mean, it made for a great story. Like, I'm sharing this now. But then, no one was laughing. <laughs> person behind me was very terrified. Yeah, no. Um... Anyways, talking about money, <laughs> transitioning nowhere from that, but saying, um, a lot of people that we've talked to, even we've talked to each other about this, is this idea that because we're in this post-grad life, because we're trying to live these mature lives, um, a lot of people will tell us that, oh, you need to save your money or like, oh, like this is a time where you're going to be broke and you just have to accept it. And like, you can be broke now, but you can't be broke like later. And so this whole mentality of money gets so involved, obviously, because you can't go anywhere without spending money, which is totally like we're not naive to that. Um, And we're also not saying that like people are funding our trips like, nope, no, like, um, so we do want to touch on this a little bit, yeah, like a good chunk, I would say. It's okay. Well, this conversation kind of. Um, I was having a good conversation with my friends and he was just kind of talk. I was telling him like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to Ecuador soon. And he kind of, it kind of, without even asking, kind of insinuated like, oh, how do you like save that money? And I'm like, and in my head, I think it comes down to prioritizing where you're spending your money mm-hmm. because my friend, like he was telling me like, oh yeah, he like likes, like one of the things that he likes to do is like he likes EDMs. So he like goes on a lot of raves mm-hmm. and those music festivals can like rack up a lot of money really quickly if you're going to multiple ones throughout the year and um yeah no judgment like you spend your money the way you want to but I'm just saying because he was kind of asking like oh how do I save up that money like it's give and take like you have to um prioritize where you want to save your money and what it's going towards so like for me like uh because I know I want to travel and I want to do stuff I save my money so that I can go travel Mm -hmm. and like for him when I was explaining to him like I kind of just broke it down for him like how much do you realistically spend for like a rave 
like a music festival. Mm-hmm. It's like anywhere between like a couple hundred. You know, it's like it gets pricey. It gets really pricey real quickly because if you like take an account for like not just the ticket, but like maybe the food you're like the money you're spending for food, for gas, for other things, for parking, <laughs> for other hostels, things, Airbnb, all of other that types of things, other things, but they all add up really quickly. And um, so like they, if you just really take a look at like how much you're budgeting for these things, and if you decide that you want to travel instead of going on these raves or these music festivals or whatever, or it doesn't have to be a music festival. It could be like shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like, yeah. Shopping we can be literally like a $300 trip if you want to like just yeah. pay for a couple pairs of jeans. And we're not, ta- I'm not talking about expenses that like you have to pay. So like, I'm not including the like rent and like car bills and phone bills and all these things like i'm totally aware that everyone has to pay and those are necessary but i'm saying that the other expenses that like are kind of for fun Mm -hmm. and everyone has a fun like where they're just spending for fun it doesn't have to be like excessive amounts of dollars either like yeah it could literally be your five dollar coffee that you get every day yeah or even every week every week every day like it or that pair new pairs of shoes like you're getting like it doesn't matter, but, like, the money that you're spending that, like, doesn't necessarily need to be spent, like, where are you putting that money? And if you're kind of, if you budget it out, like, I became really aware of how much I was spending, like, monthly because I, when I was in school, there was a project I had to do, and I had to literally break down um, how much I was spending, like, every day for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And it got super, accept- it was, like, it it actually, it was really anxious and like nerve-wracking at first, but then it actually made me feel a lot better about my money at the end of it because it helped me to visualize exactly how much I was spending in like a given month just out of pocket and just mm-hmm. for like crap. And then it showed me what I was spending it on. Shocker, most of my money spent on food. So like, because I per- I prioritized that. So like on my day-to-day when I'm like home and I'm not going on trips, like I still spend most of my money on food. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't shop very much. Um, and I'm like, yeah, most of it's just pretty much on food. And so for me, like, um, when I was planning out to go to Ecuador, which is an international trip, it's a little bit bigger. I, one, already kind of had a plan, um, ahead of time. So like, I knew almost two years ago that I was still going to come back. I didn't know exact time and date, but I knew in about two years, two years ago that I was going to go, I was going to come back to Ecuador because it was the place where I studied abroad. And um, because I had that kind of time set in place, it made it easier for me to be like, okay, I need about X amount of dollars to save up so that I can go on this trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point is like knowing how much you're going to need. Um, for me, like I, the way that I save is I, I don't know if a lot of people do this. Um, I know that I do this, but I haven't really talked to a lot of other people about how they like spend their money and like how much they save. But for me, like I save at least like 50% of my paycheck. Um, And then I also like will put like my first paycheck of the month. I will put like however much money I need to go to my loan. I take care of that first. I take care of my credit card bill. Like I do all of that first, like within the beginning of the month. Um, so I know that all that stuff is done for the month. Yeah. And so I don't have to like think about it again. Like I can wait until the next month where I know when I'm getting my paycheck because I know every time I get my paycheck. Um, so I can already have that done. 
And then for my next paycheck, I'll take maybe like 75% of it because I already know that I paid off my loan. And usually I, I pay off my credit card maybe like once or twice a month. So I usually just use it to like rack up credit. So it's not like I'm putting like $3,000 on it. Like I just put like very minimum, like I'll pay for gas or like I'll pay for lunch, you know, yeah. lunch or something like very small stuff. Um, but that's kind of how I use my money. And I feel like a lot of my mentality about money has changed in the new year as well, which should be like, I mean, I think most people know that I'm pretty much a big saver, but like last year, I would say the biggest thing I like, like not blew on money, but like spent spent on was clothes. And that has changed a lot as I like, just like went through my entire closet and got rid of like 60% of my clothes. And I'm trying to, I'm not buying any new clothes in the month of January so that I really like see my closet for what it is and what pieces I truly enjoy. And like, that's a way for me to like save my money and think about like how I do spend my money. And so same way, like with food and like, it makes you think about your entire life. If you like tell yourself, like you're not going to spend money on something, I'm like, shoot, like, okay, I'm not spending you know, $100 on clothes, like every other two weeks, like, what is that money going towards? And so for me, because I'm like, planning a lot of different trips, like, that's where my money, I hope is going. But also, like, I do like to save a lot, because I do eventually want a sustainable life. Like, I want it to go towards like a future home or like, I know it sounds weird, but like, even like my kids, like, stuff like that, I try to think about because I've always been like a future thinker. So yeah, and I think this like, for like, like I said, like, I think it's just, especially when it comes to traveling, you have to be a little bit more intentional about it. Like, you're not just going to be like, I'm going to Greece. Yay. Oh, the money's just going to be just going to come out of thin air. Like it, it takes a lot of intentionality to save the money. And I, so, and so I think that like when my, I was talking to my friend, he was like, I really want to go to Australia. I was like, dude, yes. Like go to Australia. Like everyone is always saying like, you have to travel and it really is worth every mm-hmm. penny like it's it definitely there's nothing there's nothing that beats it like no. experiencing something for the first time being lost like there's something really like exhilarating about being lost in a different place that you've never been and there you literally can't do that unless you go travel somewhere else mm-hmm. and um I kind of when I was like kind of talking to him he's like I want to go to Australia I'm like dude like if you really want to do that like you can start like saving now and you Think about, um, you start researching, like, how much is a normal flight cost? I don't know how much a, a flight to Australia costs, but I knew that for me, like, going to Ecuador, I knew a flight would cost no more than 500 Something about that, sorry to cut you off, a tip about that is to always look at flights in incognito windows, because yes. when you look it up on a normal window, it, like, saves it, the information and the data and it, the prices will go up when you look at it again. Yes. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that for the longest time. I found that out a while ago, though. But look at it in incognito because it will, like, stay the same price and it won't go up. It's because Google tracks your data. So True. there's that. Do you want to talk about technology? Ah! Another 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> no, but, yeah, that's a great tip. That's what I do, too. So, like, I always, like, even, like, when I was looking at prices for Ecuador, one, I already knew what is a normal, considered a normal price. And it's anywhere between, like, 350 maybe a little under 400 for like the cheapest price but no more than five mm-hmm. and so because i kind of knew that was the about about the flight ticket um 
I had saved, I knew I'd save at least $500 mm -hmm. just for the flight. And how I did that was basically like anytime I had like loose change, I would just like save it. And like, I don't know if this is, this is just like a me thing or like, I don't know, my family taught me this. I don't know, it's an like Asian thing. I don't know. We mm -hmm. just like always save cash. And so, um, like, and so instead of putting it back into my, on my, like in the bank where, um, it's like kind of weird, right? I don't know. If you, you put it back in the bank and it's easy for me to just swipe my card. Mm. I just basically took out the cash and I would just like save it somewhere safe or in another place. And then like, are you telling me you have like a box of cash in your house right now? No. <laughs> just saving cash, you know, are you lying to me. No. And so basically like, <laughs> that is a hundred percent. Never something I do. I just put in my savings. So then when you swipe, it's not your savings as you're checking. Yeah, no, um, see, my <laughs> thing is, is I'm, like, obsessed with checking my bank account, and so, like, it just makes me so anxious, like, yeah, it's, this is just something I do, so, you know, feel like, free to take it or not. Honestly, like, whatever works for you, like, that, that would, like, stress me out, knowing that I have to, like, think about something like that, because I just have, like, panic attacks about, like, people breaking into my house, but, sorry if I'm, like, freaking you out. <laughs> No, I think about this all the time. It's totally fine. To me, like, seeing it in my savings, like, I know I have that money and, like, I've earned it. And I never take um, money out of my savings to, like, pay for something. So, like, I will, like, wait to pay for something. Yeah, no. It's just one of those things where, like, I just hide it. It's, like, outside of mine. And, like, it's just, like, for me, having the access on my phone just, like, freaks me out. So it's just easier for me to be, like, it's somewhere. Hey, whatever works for anybody. And, like, like that's just what I do. So then I would just, like, Every time I had, like, extra cash or, like, I don't know, I would, uh, yeah, just took it. Like, let's say, like, I, because I pay for my, my gas in cash because it's, like, a cheaper price than paying on your card. So, like, I would take out, like, like 60 bucks, right, whatever. And then, like, if I took out, extra, like, I would have extra, like, 20, I would just, like, shove that into somewhere. And then that's the money that I eventually just saved up. And then, basically, I saved enough money and I was, like, okay, I'm buying the flight. Because I knew that you're, you have to buy your flight your flight tickets before you actually get there, right? So, I was, like, I just need... Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> but then you have time in between. So, like, well, I knew that I would have enough money. I just need to get to a point where I have enough money to buy the flight ticket. And then I will save more money be between when I buy it and when I actually get there, which would accommodate all the expenses I need when I actually got there. And with Ecuador, it's really cheap to, like, to uh, visit. And so I knew that my biggest cost was basically just the flight. Yeah. And so now I just... That's kind of how I I save it. But the thing is, is like I told I told my friend too. I'm like, if you literally just save two dollars a day for a whole year, by the end of the year you have like almost eight hundred bucks. Is that right? You have yeah yeah almost almost eight hundred bucks. Look at that financial tips with McKenna and Tiff. <laughs> um. Anyways, we just wanted to talk about travel just because we both love it and we love to do stuff that's outside of our comfort zones and things that we just like to try even if it's very small um or on grander scales like going to ecuador um if you guys have any questions about traveling or want to hear more about it we love it and would love to do more episodes on this but i don't know what else I mean, you can do it you can travel like don't let anyone tell you that you can't and that yeah. you don't have the money like whoever is listening to this you are young enough to go and you're also yeah. old enough to go so True. whatever it is make it happen it's just just remember it's not gonna, just gonna happen naturally yeah you will have to work for it you do have to save the money 
But you got this. Yes. Yeah. I'm a big believer. True. Um, if you guys want to hear more of our podcasts and episodes, um, go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe. Um, I'm basically a YouTuber now. Um, but if you guys did like this episode, be sure to leave a review on our podcast page. Um, it really does help just kind of get the word out about our podcast. And we are ultimately here just to sit in the trenches with you guys about what this mature pod, (laughs) mature mature podcast, mature mature life life is supposed to be. So, um, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.